Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. In today's episode, we will be continuing our discussion on archangels with a, an examination of the archangel Jeremiel, or Jeramiel, or Remiel. Jeremiel is one of the lesser-known archangels whose name appears in the Tanakh several times and also in various forms in the Deuterocanical Book of Ezra and Books of Baruch. The name Jeremiel means mercy of God or whom God sets up, God pities, may God have passion, or moon from God, and Lord of souls awaiting resurrection. This angel is meant to be one of the seven archangels before the throne who are venerated in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, who are usually Mikael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Salathiel, Jagudiel, Barakiel. However, occasionally they do actually add an eighth to the party who's known as Jeremiel. Um, he's mentioned in the Book of Barak, which is one of the Jewish and Christian Apocrypha books. And he's meant to appear as the angel who presides over true visions in Baruch. In the story, um, Baruch gives God gives Baruch an, a vision of essentially sort of dark and misty water and also bright water and the archangel Jeremiel very much acts as a intermediary which you often find with these stories so he arrives to interpret the vision of Baruch and tells him that the dark water represents the human sin and destruction and the bright water represents God's mercy. Jeremiel um, also tells Baruch that I have come to tell you these things because your prayer has been heard with the Most High. So again, it's a nice idea of this intermediary. Baruch prays and an angel comes to help him. So again, it's this concept of you know the divine creator, which in the Kabbalah would be Keter, this kind of unknowable being. And we have the angels or the archangels at the Briatic level who essentially will come and help you and they'll bring that kind of divine power through them because obviously at the the archetypal or the absoluthic level um, it would be very hard for us to be able to deal with that level of power so it's a much more softer approach. Um, In Baruch Archangel Jeremiel gives Baruch a vision of hope and he says hope will come back to the world as well and just wanted to quote from Baruch and it shall come to pass when he has brought low everything that is in the world and has sat down in peace for the age on the throne of his kingdom that joy shall then be revealed and rest shall appear and then healing shall descend in dew and disease shall withdraw and anxiety and anguish and lamentation pass from among men, and gladness proceed through the whole earth, and no one shall again die untimely, 
nor shall any adversity suddenly befall, and judgments and abusive talk and contentions and revenge, and blood and passions, and envy and hatred, and whatsoever things are like these shall go into condemnation when they are removed. And that's from Baruch. And that sounds a lot like our current situation at the moment, talking about obviously the disease and the you know the adversity and, and that type of thing. So quite a nice message for these difficult times. Um, in in this text as well, Baruch is taken on a different tour of the different levels of heaven as well. Um, in chapter 4, thir- verse 36, Jeremiah is also mentioned as being one of the angels who answers Ezra's questions about heaven and hell. Um, in the Jewish and Christian apocryphal book Ezra, um, God sends Jeremiel to answer the prophet's questions. Ezra essentially asks how long the world will suffer, really, um, until the end of the world comes. And, you know, he's, he's very upset, etc., and the reply is as follows. The archangel Jeremiel answered and said, When the number of those like yourselves is completed, for he, God, has weighed the age in the balance and measured the times by measure and numbered the times by number, and he will not move or arouse them until that measure is fulfilled. And that's from Ezra. Jeremiel is also mentioned as serving as the angel of death. Um, So he sometimes joins the archangel Michael and other guardian angels who escort people's souls from heaven, um, to earth from heaven, sorry. And once in heaven, he also helps them to review their earthly lives. So he's kind of like a judgment figure. And this judgment aspect is mentioned in the Apocalypse of Zephaniah, which is another apocryphal book which has been translated from the Coptic text where the angel referred to Eramiel tells Zephaniah, and I quote, I am the great angel Eramiel, who is over the abyss and Hades, the one in which all of the souls are imprisoned from the end of the flood, which came upon the earth until this day. So this judgment idea is very much um, connected with this concept in the Abrahamic traditions of the set over the Sheol. And there's a place that's meant to be known as the bosom of Abraham, which is a region of the underworld, which is almost identical to the the sort of Greek idea of heaven or Elysium. Or in the Norse tradition, you would have um, the uh, halls of Asgard. It's a place where once you've done that review you would end up in this amazing place and it's Jeremiel that kind of helps the righteous as they describe them to do that when I say righteous I don't mean um, you know the, the kind of human sense of it it's, it's more about people that have lived a, a good life I think and helped others and served others um, rather than you know the concept of sort of right and wrong from a human point of view um yeah, so he's very much involved with this kind of watching over, guiding the holy, guiding the dead on their journey to the afterlife. So quite an interesting role as a sort of psychopomp between the worlds. And if we look at the descriptions of the Last Judgment from a book called The Chronicles of Jeremiel, 
Um, this is a medieval document which is described to the 12th century Jewish historian Jeremiel ben Solomon. And it's a really interesting book, actually. It's worth reading if you haven't, um, called The Chronicles of Jeremiel. And it's basically like a compilation of Hebrew and Aramaic versions of the Deuterocanonical books in the Sept- Septuagint. And um, the, the book Chronicles of Jeremiel describes the moment of death as follows. And I just wanted to quote some of this because it's really interesting, the language and how they talk about this. When that time arrives, the same angel comes beside him and says to him, What is thy name? To which he replies, And why dost thou come to me today? To take thee away from the world. When he hears this, he weeps, and his voice reaches from one end of the world to the other. But no creature hears his voice except the cock. Have I not already told thee, he says, not to bring me forth from the world in which I have lived? But the angels replied, Have I not already told thee that against thy will thou wast created? Against thy will thou wast born. Against thy will thou livest, and against thy will thou shalt die. Also against thy will thou art bound to render account and reckoning before him who said the world was made. And that's a a quote from the Chronicles of Jeremiah, which is 12th century um, text uh, compiling of Hebrew and Aramaic books. Um, so it's quite interesting that idea. Obviously, against thou will, it's this concept of um, yeah. I suppose the fall of Adam and Eve. You know, they they fell from paradise into the world of manifestation, and you get this kind of concept of mankind almost chose to be in this situation, but it kind of went against the will or the kind of original purpose perhaps the the book also describes the judgment process as well which is quite interesting and i wanted to kind of uh, quote this as well at the time of judgment six thousand angels of trembling surround man and lead him to the place of judgment where they weigh his merit and his guilt in the balance then if his guilt turns the scale they lead him to gehinom and hand him over to the angels of terror, and these again to the angels of anguish, and these to the angels of trembling. The angels of trembling, then to the angels of destruction, who hand him over to the angel of death. He throws him into the depths of Gehinnon, as it is said, and the Lord pushes him. If, however, his merits turn the scale, they lead him to the gates of paradise, and hand him over to the ministering angels, who hand him over to the angels of peace, and these to the angels of mercy, who bestow great honour upon high in the Garden of Eden. And um, this is very similar to the the halls of judgment or the judgment of Osiris that you get in the Egyptian tradition. So you can see there's an awful lot of crossovers with, um, the, you know, the, these different traditions. Um, so definitely worth kind of thinking about that in more detail. They describe the punishment as follows as well. They bring a chain of iron, half of it burning like fire, half as cold as ice, and they beat him with it. At the first stroke, his limbs get separated. At the second, his bones are scattered. Then the ministering angels gather them together and, restoring him, beat him a third time 
and demand of him an account and reckoning and judge him measure for measure. So that's pretty much all we've got time for today. Um, yeah, do your own research. Have a look into this into this angel. It's really interesting information, particularly this concept of him being a intermediary that helps uh, with mankind, but also this aspect of judging and obviously the close correlations with the the Egyptian uh, judgment of Osiris. So definitely worth thinking about that and um, how you found it interesting. So yeah, thanks very much for joining us this week on the on the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Really appreciate everyone who has followed us and also provided reviews, etc. There's going to be a lot more episodes coming up, um, particularly on sort of planetary magic and other interesting subjects around that. So please do stay tuned. There's lots of exciting stuff coming up. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.